0: Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the newest edition of the Nova Caps podcast. We are so glad to have you all listening. This podcast is brought to you by the fine people at Nova Caps. You can find us online at NovaCaps.com or on one of our social media outlets, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm your host, Gabe Mead, and I'm joined once again by Scott Zweibel, Craig Lukey, and George Fisakis. All right, so let's do a quick recap of those last few games against the Flyers before we start talking about this Penguin series. So after Game 3... Uh, The Flyers pulled Steve Mason and ended up putting in Michael Norvith. Scott, we'll start with you. Talk a little bit about the goalie play from both ends, uh, both Michael Norvith and Braden Holpe.
1: Well, I think the goalie aspect was the uh, definite storyline of the entire series. Uh, First three games, Mason was just horrible, and he pretty much cost the Flyers a a big 3-0 hole. Newvie came in and he stopped 103 of 105 shots over three games, posting a 981 save percentage, which is pretty much otherworldly. We never saw that side of Michael Neuwirth as a Washington Capital, but we're very glad we had Braden Holpe because Holpe put up a 968 save percentage across the series and pretty much was the only reason the Capitals uh, came out with a game six victory in that 1-0 Um, game four, Neuberth was strong. The uh, the defense kept the Caps to the outside. Newby was ready. He seemed poised. He seemed calm. Uh, game five, he blanked the Caps two to nothing. He stopped 44 shots. Granted, I I only counted about eight or nine real scoring opportunities for that game, but still, stopping 44 shots in a in a in a shutout was fantastic. And then the series clincher was a one no nail biter with Holtby playing his. Pads off and newbie playing as pads off, and there really wasn't a sign any team was going to break except for the, the one uh, three on one goal the Caps converted. So that the whole series was just all about goaltending, and I loved every minute of it. George, why do you think the Caps weren't
0: able to pull game four or game five out? Oh, in game four, the Capitals just got
2: off. To, I mean, that they, they just were not crisp at all, they had a very lethargic start to the game. And they really didn't get start. Uh, they really didn't start playing until the third period, and the Capitals just were not good. And um, they really didn't, it, they just waited too late to start playing. And they should have if they would have gotten an early start, they would have probably ended up closing out the Flyers in Game Four. But they didn't. Um, they waited too late to play. And Michael Nyrvorth was outstanding. And that was basically the difference in the game and why the Flyers basically stayed around until games five and six.
0: Craig, um, tell me about game six. What did you think about the game overall? Did you more so like the play of Hopi, or were you kind of disappointed in the Caps offense?
3: Uh, Let me tell you something. I was like a kid. Let's go back to, to reality here. I don't think I've ever yelled at a TV or had been jumping up and down. Like, I couldn't even sit down for that game. I was so nervous. Um, the very beginning of that game, did you see the pace? Um, our, our passes were off. Did you remember seeing that? It was like, I was like, oh, no, we're going to go to game seven. The first 10 minutes was driving me nuts. Um, yeah. Every pace was every pass was off. The, the Flyers came out strong. But suddenly, what, about 15 minutes into it, you could tell there was a change going on. And then we were keeping the puck down on our side. So I started feeling better. But, you know, the, the, the goalie matchup has been amazing. And and if they – what do you guys think? If they had done that change earlier or played uh, Norveth earlier, how do you think this would have turned out? Personally, I don't think we'd be doing this podcast doing what we're doing right now. I, you guys may disagree with me, but I don't think we would have pulled it out. Um, they they did a great job. If they, if if the Flyers had not been so physical, playing dirty like they always do, and they had Norworth in there and played like they did before, I think we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I told you I was scared of Pennsylvania. What Scott, do you guys think,
0: well, Scott? What do you
3: think?
1: Oh, Craig, don't be scared of Pennsylvania because we're <laughs> still we're still in Pennsylvania now. We just we're, we've moved to the western part of the state. Um, I, I unfortunately think you're right. I think if they'd pulled Mason after game two and Nuvi played the way he's played in games four, five, and six, we might have left Philadelphia at two two and then lost game five and we could have been the team against the ropes in game six. You know, we we can we can probably Estimate what would have happened. Yeah. Someone would say the word choke. Some people would say, you know, no longer the team of destiny or president's trophy uh, is is some horrible omen. But, you know, I'm just sighing a massive sigh of relief that it's over. You know, we can talk about the subplots. We can talk about newbie versus Holby. We can talk about the, the dirty play of the Flyers. And, hey, while we're talking about dirty play of the Flyers, how about that three-game suspension <laughs> for Braden Shen? Yes, thank you didn't get suspended for crushing Orlov, didn't get suspended for the hit on um, Justin Williams in game one, didn't get suspended for some of the crap he pulled in a few of the other games, but he gets suspended for a, a pretty weak charge on TJ Oshie yeah. in game six. I mean, of all the things he could have gotten suspended for, I've, and there's a lot of them actually, you know, he gets suspended for, for that. So I hope he enjoys his three games off at the beginning of the season because, man, God, nothing... He, Nothing
0: frustrated me more than that cross check on Kuzi's knee. That's clear intent to injure and take him out for the rest of the game. Whatever. I'd like to add one more thing about the the series,
2: especially towards the end for the Capitals. I think one area where they were let down too um, was the Capitals' power play. I believe that they did not strike on the power play in the remaining three games of the series. And of course, the power play has been a kind of a bread and butter for the Capitals' success all year, it's been excellent and somehow the Capitals were just not able to score against the Flyers, in, which I I thought, especially in game five, it definitely made a difference in the game. If the Capitals would have gotten a goal or two on their power play and they were they dominated the whole game territorially, I, I just think the Flyers could have been
0: uh, ended a, or their run could have been ended a little bit sooner. Outshot them, what, 44 to, to 11? Oh, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah unbelievable, whatever it's over. It's It's over over, people It's It's over over. and thank goodness it's over without any more injuries Too keep that in mind. Um, Hopefully Orpik will be back for this series, but who knows? Let's talk about that penguin series. So Marcus Johansson is moving up to the second line to play with Williams and Kuznetsov. Uh, Scott, we'll start with you on that. What do you think about this move?
1: Uh, I think it's more or less to, to get Williams going. Um, he was pretty ineffective, I thought, throughout the entire Flyers series. He really, you know, he blocked a lot of shots. He played well on the wall, but from an offensive perspective, he didn't score, really didn't make the score sheet much, um, and there were a lot of times I thought trots kind of, you know, pulled him out of interesting situations, so I hope moving Mojo, who had six points in the Flyers series, up onto the left wing of that second line will kind of help propel Kuzi, who's been snake bitten lately and williams who was a little no-show in that series to providing secondary scoring
0: so craig what are your thoughts on barakovsky moving down to that third line to play with shimera and mike richards
3: no i i think that's a great move i i think we need to strengthen that up even out the lines and um i personally we're probably gonna get to predictions later (laughs) are we gonna do that yes okay well i won't say it now but but um Uh, i'm i'm feeling good going into this i like the third line i like i like some of the adjustments are going through i think we're going to see one more change going in i'm not sure what it's going to be um are they doing any practicing tomorrow at all
1: possibly possibly a warm-up i don't know um
3: i haven't i haven't studied the lines i mean we still have uh orpik still out correct yes so as of now yeah um what about Weber? Where is he going? Is there any word yet? Have you heard any scuttlebutt on that yet?
0: That's what I was going to ask George next. Do you think if Orpic can't go, do you think Chorney or Weber should be step up in his place?
2: Um, I, I definitely think that my I didn't like Chorney against the Flyers. I I didn't think he skated well at all. He took an unnecessary excuse me unnecessary penalty in game four. Uh, which led to a Flyers goal. I really didn't care for his game in that series. And if Brooks Orpik is going to be out still, I would definitely continue with Mike Weber just because he can bring Orpik's physical presence and he can bring uh, the block shots aspect of it because the Penguins are going to fire a lot of shots at the net. So blocking blocking most of their shots and penalty killing is going to be very important in this series too. I think you have to go with Mike Weber in this one. And, and Olsner's still
3: route. out. Olsner's still out as well. He's they're both questionable is day. what they're listing him as. You
0: know? Olsner will be fine. Yeah, at yeah.
3: um,
1: the maintenance day.
0: The only concern I have with Mike Weber is his skating ability. He's not the fastest skater, and the Penguins are a fast team. Uh, Scott, what do you th-
1: who, who do you think, Chorney or Weber? I think you got to stick with Mike Weber just for the fact that he hits. He's got the size. Gabe, you bring up a great point. The, the Penguins are not the biggest team in the world, but they got a lot of speed demons. The Capitals are going to out muscle, they're going to outsize, they're going to try and play the, the boards game. I mean, right now you can't have a liability of taking a bad penalty or having a, a puck go in off your skate, which also happened to Chorney in game yep. five. You know, you can't have a guy that's got a couple miscues under his belt already in the playoffs. And I thought Weber did well. I mean, like like George said, he blocked shots, he hit, you know, he didn't he he does kind of skate like Jeff Schultz with 40 pounds of extra weight on him, which is rather unfortunate. But I mean, he didn't he wasn't a liability. I thought Orlov was a bigger defensive liability in the last couple games than Weber was. So as long as we contain the penguins' speed, you know, I'm not terribly worried about our defense. Like Craig mentioned, I'm worried about our offense.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I want to see Orlov skating that puck because if he turns it over, then it's an odd man rush where the Penguins absolutely flourish. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. But let's talk about the Penguins' two biggest stars, Malkin and Crosby. George, how do you shut these two stars down this series? Well, well
2: first of all, with Evgeny Malkin, he... Will take a penalty at a bad time if you hit him and you play physical against him. He will get frustrated and he will commit a retaliatory penalty. So I do believe that the Capitals should try and get him frustrated early in the series. And if they if he starts committing penalties, he should get penal, he'll get penalized for him. And maybe the Capitals can get some power plays off of his off of his goose. As far as Sidney Crosby is concerned, I think the big thing with him is to. He likes to work behind the net and around the net. I just think the Capitals' defense just needs to keep him along the boards and just take him out of the play. Just guard the front of the net. Don't let him sit near the net for loose rebounds. And if the Capitals can do that, Crosby should also be a non-factor in the series.
1: How about, how about just punching Crosby? I would say throw Tom Wilson at him, throw Daniel Winnick. Come on, you know, man, I'll, the guy's going to cry.
3: Don't make sense. I'll sacrifice
1: Daniel Winnick for a three-game suspension if you can plant Crosby somewhere through the glass. Come on. Uh,
0: I'm with you. I'm with you, Scott. Kunitz, too. I can't stand Kunitz's oh, face. So
1: much I can't, hate. I can't look at that. I don't like Hornquist, either. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we put in Miso Chorney to hit Miso Horny, and they can both get knocked out of the game. Oh! Oh, oh, wow. oh. Mr. Jokester over here, Scott. Somebody God. have that I, I do what right? I do. You do what I do. Yeah, I had a couple cups. And still, <laughs> still, still, still jet lagged. Still, still getting back in the groove of
0: things. So yeah, Craig, what are your thoughts on Crosby and Malkin? How do you how do you eliminate them from this series?
3: Uh, it's our defense and getting the blocks, in. we need to get the hits in there. We have the size; they have the speed. It's just how are we going to handle that? You can't let them do any breakaways. Everybody needs to stick their positions. We, we saw some times in the Flyers where we were just breaking out. We were not sometimes getting in where we need to be. And then they were doing these, these uh, breakaways. And good thing we had Holtby on the other end. We, we can't be doing that with, with uh, P- Pittsburgh. I personally don't feel as nervous with Pittsburgh as I did with Flyers.
0: Absolutely. That's just my
3: opinion. I don't Holtby... think
0: we're going to have a problem. Colby looked cool as a cucumber back there in the flyer series. And I don't expect anything different, especially when he's going up against Matt Murray. Uh, Scott, tell me a little bit about Murray's game and will we see flurry in this series?
1: I don't think you'll see flurry. He's still recovering from the concussion syndrome. I've heard that he's got skates on and he's skating around uh, pre-practice, but you know he's not taking pucks. He's not doing timing drills. You know, for a goalie to just walk in cold into the NHL playoffs second round, I don't see that happening without him getting a few practices under his belt, but you got Matt Murray, young kid, you know, he's not the biggest goalie in the world, but he moves those feet so fast. He takes away the whole low side of the net. You know, he's got a great butterfly, great pad slide. He's aggressive. I mean, he's very handsy and legsy. He's kind of all over the blue paint. I think the caps have to park people in front of him. I think Chimmer's got to have that stick in the blue paint I think Williams has to go to the dirty areas right in front of him. I think on the power play oh she's got to move one step closer to the net on that man inside uh, drill the caps do I think you got to get to him you just have to pump shots from up close and you know what he really hasn't faced OB's one timer from the Obi spot that much so you know what maybe he hasn't had a chance to practice that slide over and you notice that beat a veteran like mason it beats pretty much every goalie so you know we're looking to to get on the power play like like george said and and maybe get him moving laterally that's how you beat a goalie that's got that much speed and that much anticipation Is you really just open them up
0: yeah the double screens with Johansson and oshi were very effective against the flyers especially in those first three games um george tell me who needs to step up for the caps in this series I believe that the Capitals
2: second line is going to be is obviously the Cap's second line was not good against the Flyers. Williams only had a couple points. Kuznetsov had a goal. Birkovsky had zero points. The Penguins are scoring a lot of goals right now. But if the Capitals can match that offensive output and get some production from their tops from all of their top six instead of just one line, then I believe that could very well be the difference in the series. The cap second line needs to have a better outing and the
0: penguins can be beat. If, if the offensive output is matched. I agree. I think, I think this is a winnable series guys. I do. I do. I'm not that nervous. It's but... going to
2: be, it's going to be a different series a little bit. The penguins are probably a little bit more quicker than the flyers but they're probably not as physical as the Flyers. So the Capitals just need to do what they do best, and that's push pucks deep, uh, play the board game well, uh, play physical against the Penguins' defense. If they can do that, they should control the puck, and they should get prime scoring chances against uh,
0: Murray and Net. I agree. I think Kuznetsov and Berikovsky are going to have better series because they'll be able to skate a little bit more, whereas the Flyers were just... Shoving, especially Berukovsky, he was just getting knocked around all over the place in that flyer series. But that's over, like we said. So Scott, really quick, who do you give the edge to in the goaltending match of Holby uh, or Murray? Obviously hopey.
1: I give the edge to the guy uh, named Braden Holtby. He's uh, he's got more games under his belt in the playoffs. He's certainly got the calm going on. He's in his Zen mode, um, and he's wearing red white and blue so I don't care who's wearing gold and black and white and it's too hot outside for a penguin I mean come on I'm not going to take (laughs) I'm not going to take Matt Murray here to quote Billy Madison Um, yeah I definitely give the caps the edge and like George said you know if we can play decent five on five matching the penguins if we can take advantage of our special teams if we can score a few goals on their rookie netminder I'm I'm not worried. I was more worried, like Craig said, about the Flyers. George, who do you give the defensive matchup to,
0: the Penguins or the Caps? Well, if if the Capitals are healthy and if they have
2: Alzner and Orpik both back for the series, I definitely give the edge to the Caps in this series as far as the defense goes. Uh, the Penguins, obviously, they have Latang. He can move the puck very well. They also have Trevor Daly, who's also a good puck mover. But the Penguins, if their defense gets hit, they're not real physical in front of the net. Uh, Olimata's not totally not real physical in front of the net. Um, they just they can turn the puck over if they get hit and if they get worked along the board. So I, I think that the Capitals will definitely have
0: the, at least the physical edge in this series versus the Penguins' defense. Craig, who do you give the offense offensive edge to in this series?
3: Even though the Penguins showed better stats in their postseason, they had a higher percentage. I still give it to the Capitals. We're a much more mature team. Um, if they can come out and play together as a team, get those passes on cue. Um, like I said, they were missing them in that last game in the beginning, and they finally got, came around. If they can do what they've done all season, come in there, um, alls are supposed to be ready. If everybody comes back, um, and we have Murray, who was a young kid, 21. I don't discount kids, though. New talent out there is always out there. But the maturity is on our side. I give it to us.
0: Awesome. I agree. It's, it's close, all three, though. Well, not so much Hopi. Hopi's way better than Murray. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. Um, so, Scott, prediction for the series. Give it to me. Caps in six. Uh, that's all I got. George, That's it? George, the non-Caps fan. Give. Let's give
2: see. I be, I believe I got Capitals in six in the fly, in the Flyers series. Correct. So I'm I'm kind of on the hot <laughs> streak going here. So I'm, I'm gonna say the Caps in seven. I think it's their year. I think that if they just play disciplined and keep it five on five, they should be able to outmuscle and outwork the Penguins. And if they can get some early goals on Murray early early in the series. They should be good to go. It will not be – I don't think it will be a sweep, but the cap. it will be a hard-fought series still. Caps in seven, and the winner – I'm making another prediction here. The winner of this series will be in the cup final. I agree. Absolutely. Craig, what's your
0: prediction?
3: Yeah, I'm going with my I, – I got six last time. I'm going with six this time as well. Um, like we said before, the, the Flyers were a more physical team. This is more of a a team that we're familiar with. Um, We don't have the dirty. I hate saying dirty playing. That's not fair. Yeah, whatever. It is dirty. It's dirty playing there. Pittsburgh is more of our style. I think it's a better matchup for us, and I don't think we'll have a problem. I'm hoping five, but I'm going to go for the safety of six is what I'm going
0: with. I'm going to go for the safety of seven. Caps and seven.
1: There's nothing safe about seven. Yeah. (laughs) It's called heart attack. Is it legal for us to first put
3: ten bucks on these things or we're not allowed to do that, right?
1: Hey, I'm in California. Gaming's allowed. So I'll I'll <laughs> but take you gotta pay tax in the sunshine I'm taking, state. I'm taking bets. <laughs> Who wants to lay numbers?
0: All right, caps and okay. six, caps and six, caps and seven, caps and seven. There you have it everyone. Mm. One more quick thing before we leave you all. The Blackhawks and the Kings were both eliminated in the first round. Yes. Those two teams were probably like the top two favored in the West, which is crazy. Former Cap Troy Brower scored the Game 7 winner in Game 7 for the Blues. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. We miss you, Troy, but we also love TJ. Keep that in mind. Um, so that about wraps up everything here for us at the Nova Caps podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the fine people at Nova Caps. You can find us online at NovaCaps.com or on one of our social media outlets, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. Everyone gear up for Thursday night. Let's go Caps. Let's,
3: Let's go, go Caps. We gotta work on that. (laughs) See ya.